Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, somebody, put your hands together. Celebrate Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. To everyone joining us online from wherever you're joining us from, whether you are home, you are in the car, on the bus, uh, you know, you are still at work, and whatever time it is where you are, I just want to welcome you very, very specially to tonight's service. It's the first uh, midweek event for the month of May, and you know, we call it Switch, and this is going to be a prayer and communion experience, and I want you to just take distractions away from you, wherever you are right now. I mean, I have people right here at Business Conference Center who are ready to engage God in prayers. And I wanted to also take distractions away from you. Get ready to pray with us. If you are in motion, you may want to use your earphones or something so that this can be a bit personal and private to you because I believe God is going to speak to you tonight in the precious name of Jesus. Can I get a better amen, everyone? All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to share very briefly. But you know, tonight's a prayer experience. And I want you to just make up your mind that you're going to pray and you're going to engage God. The Bible says that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart and not to, 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 you know, to cave in. Luke 18 and verse 1, it says, men ought always to pray. Uh, and somebody may be here tonight, maybe you're, you're, you're kind of breaking down a little bit. Maybe, uh, you know, you are... You are a bit overwhelmed with what is going on around you right now. Uh, but if you remember, the scripture says, men ought always to pray and not to be overwhelmed. The psalmist says, and when my heart is overwhelmed, he said, lead me to the rock that is higher than high. Uh, that's the, the, the rock that is higher. Uh, and that, that's Jesus himself. And that's, that's the rock that is always opening up for us, especially when we get to that place when we're a bit overwhelmed. Tonight, I'm going to be speaking to three important covenants that all of us need to be aware of this season. Now, as we go into the month of May, one thing that must be at the back of everyone's mind is that God has a plan for my life. In spite of everything that is happening around us, uh, some people are coping well with the you know, aftermath of the pandemic. Some people are struggling with it. Uh, I've, I mean, in my job as a pastor, you know, I, I have to meet with many people, and from time to time, you meet with people and you realize that sometimes people underestimate what they have gone through, and it's affecting certain areas of life. As you pray and as you partake of the communion tonight, I want you to understand that what we're doing is to uh, reenact the covenant that we have with Jehovah. In the month of May, you will not break down. Can I get a better Amen. I said in the month of May, you will not break down. In the month of May, you will not lose your mind. In the month of May, you will not be cut off from God. Your bond with Jesus will get stronger. Or somebody say better amen to that. So I need you to understand that God's plans for his own people is always a plan of what we call divine exemption. So somebody may be joined to this service tonight and you don't know how the month of May will end in terms of maybe provision in your home. Somebody may be, maybe you have been looking for jobs since the beginning of this year. And the devil is whispering to you right now that you're not going to get a job. I stand here tonight to let you know under the instruction of God that even if everyone around you is not getting a job, 
If you release your faith with me tonight as we pray and partake of the communion, I believe that before this month is over, you're going to get a job. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, my faith is saying, and I need your faith to come in agreement with my own faith that before this month of May is over, you are going to get a job. Because you are going to get a divine exemption from joblessness. Somebody get say a better amen. amen. So there's a lot going on around us. But Ephesians 5 and verse 15, can we start from there tonight? Ephesians 5 and verse 15. Like I said, we're going to be praying. I just want to spend the next 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, and just lay some premise for the prayers that we're praying tonight. Ephesians 5 and verse 15. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. See that you walk circumspectly. The, walk, the word circumspect uh, is from the root word circumference. If you understand what I'm saying, it's from, it's from where we get circle from. Uh, to, to have a 360 degrees coverage of things, of view of things, is uh, in a nutshell what it means to be circumspect. It means, to, I mean, to be circumspect means that you are covering what you are, uh, your blind spot is reducing. You know, as I'm, if I'm looking straight at you right now, uh, I struggle to see some things that are maybe a little sideways. Yeah. When you are circumspect, is that more things get into your view than things outside of your view. And the Bible says we should walk circumspectly. It means that we should allow the Holy Spirit to increase our scope of recognition. You know, there's a way a man can walk, a woman can walk, that you will not be able to see what God is doing. Sometimes you are only able to see what the devil is doing. Yeah. And that's when anxiety and uh, worry and uh, negative emotions uh, will start to hang around such people for, I mean, too much because you are only seeing things from a particular point of view. Only from a particular point of view. Uh, in the ministry of Jesus, you see many situations where people saw things a particular way, but Jesus always saw things in a different way. I mean, for instance, they came to meet him. Why would you heal somebody on Sabbath day? They only saw things based on the law of Moses. Yeah. That says on Sabbath, they don't do nothing. And Jesus said, is it, is, it, is it okay to do good or to do evil on Sabbath day? Yeah. Is it okay or is it, is it, is it bad to do good on Sabbath day? Uh, so, I mean, all, all kinds of things that you see in the ministry of Jesus. They came to meet him and say, Lazarus, your friend is dead. But walking circumspectly made him to realize or to be able to say it boldly that our friend Lazarus is asleep. <laughs> He's not dead. He's asleep. When you are circumspect with your perspective, you don't see an end where God has seen a bend. Because you are circumspect. You are seeing from the, 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 the point of view of God. Jesus said, I, I, I can of myself do nothing. Whatever I see the Father do, that's what I do. That's, that's in a nutshell, what, what it means to be circumspect. He says, seeing then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. He says, redeeming the time, verse 16, because the days are evil. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. When you are circumspect, what happens is that you, you, you live in the reality of the fact that there are certain things that you don't have all the time to do. You live in the reality of the fact that there are certain emotions that must not hang around you. You live in the reality of the fact that 
God has made room for you in certain areas of life, and you cannot ask, you know, you can't afford to be on the same spot. When you're circumspect, you live with the reality of uh, the, the redemptive potentials that you have in Christ, not just your physical potentials. Because there's a difference between what I can do as a person, and then there's, a, I mean, there's another level, which is Christ in me, the hope of glory. Praise God, somebody. Yeah? That's when you are circumspect. You're, you're, you're seeing things from the different perspectives uh, upon which you should see them. You know, when you're circumspect, the Bible says when men say there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up because you're circumspect. You're seeing things from a, a different point of view. And you are increasing in your capacity uh, to see things that way. And the more you see things that way, the more things start to really change or turn around around you. And that's what opens you and I up to what I call divine exemption. You know, in Egypt, when the ten plagues happen, I mean the pandemics of their day, and all kinds of things happen, uh, the Israelites had a divine exemption from all that. It was happening, so faith does not deny what is happening or reality. Faith only... <laughs> Uh, sees a higher reality and makes that higher reality your own reality. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Jesus said, our friend Lazarus is asleep. The normal reality is that Lazarus was dead. But as a higher reality, that's why he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Because when he met, uh, 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 is it Mary or Martha? And he said, don't worry, your brother will rise again. I said, I know, he will rise in the resurrection. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. So right now, I'm not talking of resurrection, I'm talking about now. Because the point of view that he was seeing, where he was seen from, was different. May God enlarge your capacity to see from the point of view of God. May God enlarge your capacity to see what he has gone ahead to put in place for you. May he give you grace to live on a daily basis this season, seeing from a higher realm. Amen. Can I get a better amen? amen? Because that's what will help us to be able to enjoy divine exemption. So when businesses are closing down, <laughs> you can enjoy a divine exemption. You know, all the time, if you're, if you're very observant, especially around us here in the island part of Lagos, uh, you see that a lot of commercial centers open up on a daily basis. But you know the funny thing is that you, you, you drive past a commercial center, you see many stores open here, and you come in 12 months, and half of them are gone, out of business. Yeah. But if you are in business here right now, I need you to understand something. Whatever is killing other business, are not, those things are not supposed to kill your business. If you can walk in this divine exemption, understanding that the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God abides forever. And it's when you and I decide to stand on the word of God that we start to see the efficacy of the word in our lives. Isaiah 53 and verse number 1, it says, Who has believed our report? And was talking about the report of the Lord and the report of the word of God. Who has believed our report? Unto whom is the hand of God 
been revealed. Isaiah 53 and verse number 1. Who has believed our report? To whom has the hand of the Lord been revealed? Is when you believe the report of the Lord, you will then see the hand of God. But what, the first thing that the report of God does is to reconfigure how you see things. How you see things. To reconfigure how you see things. I have this word for someone here. It's been you know, just breathing, breathing in my heart uh, since, since uh, earlier in the day. Uh, Psalm 138 and verse number 8. I'll say one of two more things and we'll start to pray. But I just have this word for somebody and maybe we're going to pray about it. The person may even be online. Psalm 138 and verse number 8 in the Passion Translation. Look at how, what it says. It says, you keep every promise you have ever made to me. I mean, this is a psalm of David, I believe. And guys, can you put this up for me quickly? You're, 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 you're wasting time. Psalm 138 and verse number 8. I hope your, your computer is okay. Please put it up for me. Psalm 138 and verse number 8. It says in the Passion Translation, you keep every promise you have made to me. Since your love for me is constant and endless, I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing that you have begun in me. <laughs> Somebody is here tonight. Something just started in your life. And I have this word for you. As we pray tonight, uh, I need you to focus, especially if you are the one that has this word. You need to focus on you know, just, just leveraging God's divine presence in this gathering tonight to see that you push through, push away anxiety, fear, and that voice that is telling you that that thing is not going to pan out well. Because the psalmist says here, with conviction, he said you keep your promise. You, have, you keep every promise you have ever made to me. That's why I'm saying that when you leverage divine promises, you enjoy divine exemption. That's what happens. He said, you keep every promise you have ever made to me. Since your love for me is constant and endless, I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing that you have begun in me. Yeah. He who began a good work in us. Paul was writing uh, in, in, in Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 6. He said, being confident, Philippians 1 and verse 6, being confident, of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you, he will complete it. There's anyone here tonight, God has begun something great in your life. I need you to stand in confidence as we pray that he who began that good work, he will perfect it. Amen. Can you say a better amen? amen? Can you say a better amen? amen? So whether it's a relationship or a business or a career path or or something that you've just gotten people interested in that is still brooding in your heart. The Bible says when God starts a thing, he perfects it. And I believe uh, that if you're that person I'm talking about, God brought you into this service tonight because he wants to give you the capacity to believe that he's able to perfect what he has started in your life. Let me uh, wrap this sharing up very quickly and create further direction for us to pray tonight. There are three covenants that I want each and every one of us to come to terms with as we pray tonight and to trust God to entrench us in that covenant so that through this season we can continue to be strong that may will come with lots of goodness and testimonies for you. Can I hear a better amen? Yeah. 
So there are three covenants that we have to bring back to our mind. And one is the covenant of divine protection. Yeah, the covenant of divine protection. To believe in constant angelic assistance, divine covering, and ordered steps. Divine covering and ordered steps. All wrapped up in the covenant of divine protection. Give me Psalm 91 from verse 1, quickly. Psalm 91 from verse 1. The covenant of divine protection. As we pray tonight, I need you to understand that God wants you to go back to three covenants. Quickly. There are many, but we'll stop at three, and we're going to pray around that as well, as we also pray for finishing grace for somebody that needs that tonight. But I need you to understand that God wants you to go back to this covenant. Uh, See, the rest of this year, if you have never built your faith before, you have to pay attention to build it. This season will put a lot of tests on your faith. Can I say that one more time? This is a season that will test your faith, but not to break you, but to get you to get stronger in faith. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Not to break your heart. God, God is not in the business of breaking people's heart. But if, you, if you've ever raised a child before, it's your delight that your child is becoming stronger on a daily basis. And faith, your faith is like, uh, it's like muscle, a muscle. If you don't exercise it, it does not become stronger. Yeah. How many people here, my local audience here, how many people here... Uh, you, 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 you work out once in a while or fairly regularly. Can I see a show of hands? Yeah. Okay. My customers did not come today. <laughs> but I have a few people here who actually work out. You know that you feel different when you finish working out. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you're really, you know, developing some muscle and you, you know, uh, uh, I remember talking to, <laughs> my, my time is almost gone, but I remember talking to uh, a man I was preaching for my friend, Pastor Lan, in Chicago once. And after the service, he had this, one of his leaders happened to be a trainer. And the guy was in the pastor's office and we're just chatting. I cannot forget that experience. And, you know, the brother asked me, he's one of the ministers in the church. He asked me, he said, uh, PG, do you, do, you, do you work out? I said, it depends on what you mean. <laughs> if he's exercising, I exercise. Yeah, I said, I exercise. I, I walk. Um, I, I also leverage, uh, ex, I mean, golf playing by exercising. Most of the golf courses where I play, you have to walk. So you walk, I walk maybe, you know, several kilometers. Uh, I, I do some other small things. He said, do you carry weight? Weight. I said, I don't. I said, your workout is not complete. Because you, you can build a bit of strength internally. But when you start to carry something, you are building stamina and you are building muscles. You know, so some people can run from here to the gate of the church, physically, but you cannot cross the freeway or the express. Before you get there, you are panting. God forbid if it's a lion that's chasing you. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So there's a level of endurance, of strength that God wants you to build, and sometimes you just want to stay in one place or pray 10 minutes, and that's Okay or praying the prayer of a child, which is God, bless me, bless my mommy and my daddy and uh, my nanny, in Jesus' name. And that's the way some people love to pray. 
Yeah. And you just feel it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's like somebody just waking up in the morning and saying, I want to work out. Hmm, 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 hmm. Let's go. We're done. That's the way some people work out. You, you understand what I'm saying now? They do, hey, 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 five minutes, and then let's go. Well, okay. You cannot compare yourself with somebody who actually walks kilometers a day, you know, do uh, 50 push-ups, carry this, carry that. It's the same in the spirit. It's the same in the spirit. And it's when we put pressure on the word of God and leverage the presence of God that we start to see things happen in our life. Uh, let me quickly wrap this up. Psalm 91, the Bible says, uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will say of the Lord is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom, in him I will trust. He said, surely he shall deliver me, uh, deliver you from the snare. I, you know, I, I was reading it like that because I personalize it a lot when I read it. Yeah, I personalize it when I read it. Maybe we should do that together. And everyone joining us online as well. Can you put the scripture on? Let's personalize it and read it together from verse 3. Surely it shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. It shall cover me with his feathers. And under his wings I shall take refuge. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor of the destruction that lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at my right my, my side, and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes I shall look and see the reward of the wicked. Because I have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, my dwelling place. No evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. Praise God. I said praise God. The covenant of divine protection stands sure. You can imagine yourself waking up in the morning and personalizing Psalm 91 and reading it like this. And then you hear one news that the bandits just did something or whatever, you just know that you can enjoy divine exemption. You can't be saying this and, you know, certain things will not happen in your life. Is somebody still with me today? So it's important as we go into the month of May that you and I keep the covenant of divine protection at the back of our mind. Also very quickly, second covenant. I'm going to pray alongside of this covenant also tonight. The covenant of peace. The covenant of peace. That God will flood my heart with peace as I go into the month of May. Yeah. You know, it's possible for you to be even a spiritual juggernaut and yet your heart is never at peace. Yeah. Your heart is never at peace. I've had to train myself personally to walk in the peace of God. Can you, can you take it down? Take the volume down a bit for me. I've had to train myself personally to walk in the peace of God. When you run a business <laughs> and uh, you are in the third week and you know you have to pay salary and you are seeing what the account of the business is saying. If you don't have the peace of God, just play softly. Yeah. If you don't have the peace of God, you will fret your way into that end of the month. That worry will do nothing that making you an emotional wreck 
and giving the devil more opportunities to speak to you that you are not going to be able to pay the salary of people who work with you. Now, when you start to engage the peace of God, what happens is that you, you, <laughs> you'll be able to go to work at peace, laughing at the situation, doing your work, knowing that God will come true for you. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because you believe in the promises of God more than you believe in the account balance of your business. Are you still with me today? It's like you know something. You know what the covenant of peace does to you is that it helps you, like I said before, to, uh, to focus more on covenant promises than any other thing that is around you. And especially when you start to uh, personalize and see some of these covenant promises for yourself. Isaiah 54, verse number 10. Uh, uh, let me read maybe three or four verses there. It says, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. O ye afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted. Behold, I will lay your stone with colorful gems and lay your foundation with sapphire. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. He said, In righteousness you will be established. Say amen, somebody. He said, In righteousness you will be established. So in the month of May, you'll be established in righteousness. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Or oh, somebody say, better, amen. He said, indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Glory be to Jesus. I mean, we can go on and on and on in this Psalm 54. I mean, Isaiah 54. These are the kind of scriptures with which you reenact the covenant of peace. Peace. Peace in your heart. Peace. You know the picture in my mind when I talk about peace? When you know the end of a thing from the beginning, you really don't worry about it. It's like when you are watching the replay of a match. Maybe Arsenal versus Man U, and you're an Arsenal fan. When you already know that maybe they beat Arsenal 2 1 or something like that. I know some people are going to come after me after service. Yeah. Why did you use that example? What else do you want me to say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you are watching it again, you are not going to be wishing that Mayu did not win. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You, you are watching it now as entertainment. That's what happens when you keep the peace of God in your heart. You get an email that is said, you have this deadline and all that. If you believe the report of God, the email becomes an entertainment feature. Because you know God is going to come true for you. You know he's going to speak to you to do certain thing or this or that that will make everything fall in place. Say amen, somebody. Amen. That's how we embrace the peace of God. That's how we embrace the peace of God. That's how we embrace the peace of God. Glory be to Jesus. Last day tonight, 
everyone needs to embrace again afresh the covenant of divine provision. The revelation of Jehovah Jireh. That revelation of Jehovah Jireh. All of us need to embrace that revelation again. Because this is a season. This is a season where uh, uh, many people have bills to pay. And you need to trust God. But you trust God in faith, not with anxiety. And it's when you understand the covenant of divine provision that the God who is called Jehovah Jireh, when you trust in him, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8, I love it in the Passion Translation, 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8 in the Passion Translation, says, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. Every form of grace. 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8, Passion Translation, it says, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. When it says every form of grace there, it means every form of grace. There's grace to be a husband. There's grace to be a staff at work. There's grace to be an entrepreneur. There's grace... Uh, somebody help me tonight. What grace do you need? You're still thinking about it. <laughs> There's grace to be the one paying the salary. <laughs> Are you still with me tonight? Yeah. There's, there's, there's grace for everything. And the Bible says God is able to, to overwhelm you with every form of grace. You just need to decide the one you need. Somebody tonight as we pray, especially for my physical audience here, uh, uh, the people online, I may not be able to see them, you know, physically. But you that I can see, you, you, please don't position yourself as if you don't know the grace you need. Somebody here tonight, what grace do you need? Yeah. I need you to, 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 okay, let's do it this way. Lift your two hands to Jesus. And in your own words, tell him the grace that you need. Tell him the grace that you need. Tell him the grace that you need. Everyone online, tell him the grace that you need. Wherever there's a struggle, that's where you need grace. Yeah. So is there a place of struggle tonight in the areas of your functionality? That's where you need grace. Because the Bible says, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. And the end result of it is so that you will have more than enough of everything. Every moment and in every day, you will, it will make you overflow with abundance in every good, in every, uh, every good thing you do. What grace do you need tonight? What grace do you need tonight? Which area do you need grace? Everyone online, lift your two hands to Jesus and just speak to him tonight. Lord, as we step into this month of May, as we continue in this fifth month, I need grace in this area. I need grace in that area. Five is the number of grace. So this month of May, I will not lack grace in any area. And you need to mention it. Will you rise on your feet, everyone? It's time to pray. Rise on your feet, everyone. Rise on your feet, everyone. Everyone joining online. If you can stand where you are, please stand. It's time to pray. It's time to, and let's start out tonight by just mentioning to God, Lord, I need grace in this area. I need grace in that area. Le krodobo shatia. Mambra ne kirodoboshe. Yekento rodogobosa. Somebody lift your voice to Jesus tonight. There's an area of life where you need grace. And the Bible says, yes. God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. Every form of grace. Every form of grace. Lift your voice to Jesus tonight. 
and declare it, declare it that you have received grace. That you have received grace. Le karundo bo shatia karanda makarada gabayaba le kerendo rodobosa. Somebody declare tonight, Father, I need grace in this area. 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 Somebody declare it. Let him hear your voice tonight. Let him hear your voice. Marando kosuso tupra angra like shute yende le kerendo bo shuto yondo maranda kire du kosuso toya na parando logobosha yekanda rede kiso suto korondo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We're still praying that same prayer. But I want to read 2 Timothy chapter 2. Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1. He says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So it is possible to be weak in grace. That's why Paul was writing to Timothy. Grace is already made available, but it can be in a little measure. It can be very weak. But he said, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And in verse 3 there, of the same verse, it says, you therefore must endure hardship as good soldier of Christ. He said in verse 4, no one engaged in warfare and tangle himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him a soldier. When you go back to the one who enlisted you a soldier and you ask for grace, he does not with, you know, hold it back from you. So tonight, I need somebody, somebody here live, somebody joining us online to be able to say, Lord, I want to be stronger in grace in this area of life. I want to be stronger in grace in this area of life. Now that I know that I need a stronger grace, lift your two hands to Jesus, lift your voice, and begin to declare it in the name of Jesus. I receive stronger grace to function in this area of life. Mention the, the area. Somebody's mentioning. Uh, mention your profession. Mention your business. Mention your home. Mention some, some, some area that you, you need to function in a higher grace. Paul said, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Somebody declared tonight, I receive uh, a more, more grace, abundance of grace, abundance of grace in this particular area. I have been made strong to function at a higher level. In the name of Jesus, Le Brodobo Shatia Karanda. Somebody is receiving grace to function as a wife, grace as a mother, a mother of grace, a, a, you know, parenting with grace, grace to father a generation, grace uh, to be a provider. Somebody lift your voice tonight and declare it in the name of Jesus. I have received grace. I have received grace. I command a new release of grace upon my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody is receiving grace to live your single life in a way that will please God. You need grace to live your single life in a way that will please God. Will you declare, Lord, tonight I receive that grace. 
I receive that grace as I go into this month of May. Nothing will take me away from you. Nothing will cut me short from grace. In the name of Jesus. Grace is made available. Grace is made available. Grace is made available. Grace is made available. The month of grace. Uh, the month of May is the month of grace. Unusual grace for unusual accomplishment. Unusual grace to break through barriers. Unusual grace to function at a higher level. In the name of Jesus. Unusual grace to function at a higher level. Somebody lift your voice tonight. Declare grace in the areas where you have been overwhelmed. In the areas where you have been overwhelmed before now. Receive grace to function in those areas. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this month of May, you will no longer be overwhelmed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, grace is made available. Grace is made available. In the name of Jesus, grace is made available. In the name of Jesus, grace is made available. Grace is made available. Grace is made available. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Wave your two hands to him and bless him. We're still praying. Lord, we thank you for the supply of your grace. Lord, we thank you for the supply of your grace. Thank you for the supply of your grace. Thank you for the supply of your grace. Somebody declare, I receive tonight. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive abundance of grace. I receive. I receive. I receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is grace that makes great. And Lord, we're walking on usual grace as we step into this new month. Thank you for the supply of your grace tonight. Thank you for the supply of your grace tonight. Thank you, Jesus. In the same vein, we're going to pray one more time. Just the same way we prayed for grace. Somebody, you're going to pray tonight. For a renewed confidence in the peace of God. Want somebody tonight to understand that God wants to flood your heart with his peace. He said, my covenant of peace I will not break with you, neither will I alter the things that have come out of my mouth. Somebody tonight, in the areas where it looks like you are losing your peace, I will ask that you enforce shalom 
the peace of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing is permitted to go wrong in those areas again. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So remember where we read in Isaiah 54, verse number 10, for the mountain shall depart, the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord. Lift your two hands with me tonight, everyone, and declare, in the name of Jesus, I enforce the peace of God over my mind in the name of Jesus. So I declare that worry, anxiety, and fretting has no place in my heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. Declare after me, say, I enforce shalom, the peace of God over my life, over my heart, over my mind in the name of the Lord Jesus. Right now, I want you to lift your voice and begin to enforce the peace of God in certain areas where you know you are losing peace. And begin to declare it right now. I decree that the peace of God guards my heart in this area. Somebody, you need to stand against the spirit of fear tonight. Somebody, you need to break the hold of worry over your mind concerning that situation that you step into the month of May with the peace of God. Nothing shakes your peace in the month of May. Rakoto parianda ligebosha akatakayaga barada ye bradike susoto korodo bosha He said my covenant of peace I will not break. So declare tonight that Satan hear it. I have a covenant of peace with Jehovah. I have a covenant of peace with Jehovah. So my going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. I, I, I meet my home peaceful all of the time. In the name of Jesus, nothing disturbs my peace. In the month of May, I walk in the fullness of divine peace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. I said in the precious name of Jesus. We're still praying about the same thing. The peace of God. Philippians chapter 4. Popular scripture from verse 6 and 7. Can you put it up for me? Philippians 4, 6 and 7. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Just like the apostle Peter wrote in the book of 1 Peter. When he says, casting all your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. And you have to cast it. In the same vein here, he says, be anxious for nothing. But he said, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That's what we are doing right now. And that's what you continue to do. 
Yeah. But that's what we're doing right now. So this scripture is very appropriate. But look at verse 7. He said, and the peace of God which surpasses understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ. You know, there's peace that you can understand. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Somebody, maybe you have a financial deadline and you put a call through to a friend and the friend says, don't worry, I'll transfer maybe it's 50,000 naira. And the friend says, I'll transfer 50,000 to you. You know, you, you, you step into peace because you understand where the money is going to come from. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But this one talks about a peace that surpasses understanding. It's beyond your realm. It's supernatural. People expect you to break down, but you can't break down because the peace of God is in your heart. Yeah. This one is beyond understanding. It defies logic. There's a level of peace that is based on logic. There's the supernatural peace that defies logic. That people expect your marriage will break down uh, and you'll be an emotional wreck. But in the peace of God, you are staying in the same position, unperturbed, and before your very eyes, the peace of God gets into that situation. The issue is being resolved and Jesus takes the glory. Lift your two hands to Jesus and declare, in the month of May, I walk in divine peace that surpasses understanding, that defies logic. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, flood my heart with supernatural peace, the one that cannot be explained. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Baranda Kalike Suso Tayamba, Ekarando Logobosha, Ekarudo Kosusa Tipra Andra Ligebosha, Somebody declare tonight, I enjoy peace that is beyond understanding. Everyone online, lift your voice and declare that peace that is beyond understanding. That's my realm. That's my realm in the month of May. That's my realm. I walk in peace that is beyond understanding. And as I walk in that peace, I engage supernatural solutions. In the name of Jesus, that peace brings divine help. Divine help. It guarantees divine help. It stops the hand of the devil. The peace of God that is beyond understanding. That's what we embrace tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we walk in the fullness of it in this new month and we see the hand of God in every area of our endeavor. In the name of Jesus, peace beyond human understanding. Peace that defies logic. In my prosperity, I shall not be moved. In the name of Jesus, in the midst of the storm, I shall not be moved. In the name of Jesus, the lines are falling unto me in present places because I have a godly heritage. Maranda Kalaga Suso Tokorodogobosh, Yekendelege Brondo Leke Shute Yende, Rakasata Kayagabayaba, Roko Tokoro Dubo Shite, Yeka.
Wave your two hands to him, everyone. Whether you're here live or online, I want you to just lift your two hands to him. We just have one more prayer point before we go. I mean, before we wrap up the prayer session tonight. But I want us to sing a song. If you don't know the song, all I want from you is to just listen to the song. But if you know the song, I want you to join as we sing this song. It just talks about the one who goes before us. The one who stands behind us. The God of angels, who is always by our side. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Lift your two hands and just bless his name. Bless his name. Hallelujah. I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind the God of ancient armies. He's always by my side. The one who lives forever. He reigns
Hallelujah. Lift your two hands to him, everyone, and just bless the God of angels. Father, we thank you. The one who shields, the one who protects, and the one who covers us. Thank you, everlasting Father. As we wrap up this prayer time in this service, I want everyone connected to this service to be focused right now. We're going to pray as we renew the covenant of divine protection. I want you to put Psalm 91 up on the screen for me. We're going to just roll that psalm. We're going to pray with that psalm as we just renew the covenant of divine protection over you, over your household. Whatever city in the world you're joining us from tonight, I want you to believe uh, that God, according to Psalm 91, the Bible says he will put his angels charge over you. He said you will not dash your foot against the stone. I pray for someone this season you will see angelic ministration. When it remains a second before any evil or arm come near your dwelling, you will see the hand of God shift things on your behalf. As you lift your voice tonight, you're going to pray for divine exemption from every evil, every mishap, every force of destruction, the pestilence, the harrow that fly by day, they that fly by night, over you and your household. According to the word of God, God opposes his covenant over you and her. Lift your two hands to Jesus tonight and decree, I renew again as I partake of the communion tonight, the covenant of divine protection. I declare that I am covered and I enjoy divine exemption in the name of the Lord Jesus. I enjoy divine exemption from every evil that is flying around this season. I enjoy divine exemption from sickness, from disease, from the pandemic. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I enjoy divine exemption uh, from accident, whether domestic accident, accident on the road, I enjoy divine exemption. In the month of May, my going out is blessed, my coming in is blessed. In the name of Jesus, for he shall give his angels charge over me to keep me in all of my ways, he said, in their hands, they shall bear me up, lest I dash my feet against the stone. So I enjoy divine exemption. I enjoy the ministry of angels. In the name of Jesus, my household enjoys the ministry of angels. Ah, he said, I shall tread upon lion and cobra, the young lion and the serpent. I shall trample underfoot. In the month of May, I tread upon even when I walk upon danger, it shall not hurt. In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare that in the month of May, your steps are ordered. In the name of Jesus, you are at the right place at the right time. When it remains five minutes, two minutes for a mishap to happen, you will escape from that place. In the name of Jesus, Jehovah orders your steps. In the name of the Lord Jesus, divine covering for a divine exemption divine covering for a divine exemption over you and your household in the name of the Lord Jesus divine covering for divine exemption declare tonight that is divine covering for divine exemption for you and your household in the name of the Lord Jesus Lavra de Gebosa Suto Korodogobosha. 
We decree a covering tonight. A covering, a covering, a covering. A covering that will yield divine exemption. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When the angel of death came in Egypt. Because of the blood that was a Passover. I decree over everyone joined to this service tonight. That there's a Passover in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So this new month of May, evil passes over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. A thousand before by your right, ten thousand by your left. The Bible says with your eyes, you will behold the reward of the wicked. But nothing shall by enemies hurt you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody say after me, say I enjoy divine exemption. In the month of May. Because I have a covering of the blood of Jesus. Say I am covered. Say my household is covered. Say the blood is at work over my household. So every angel of destruction, every evil force, they pass over me. They pass over my household. In the name of Jesus. Somebody lift your hands to Jesus and bless him tonight. Bless him tonight. Father, we thank you for the covenant of divine protection. We bless you, our Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you. We thank you. Lift your two hands with me. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Thank you, Father. We're going to sing that song as we partake of the communion. I'm going to say a prayer. Everyone joining us from home, I want you to get your communion material uh, together uh, uh, as we pray over the sacrament now and partake of the Lord's table. I need you to know that the covenant of divine protection is activated over your life and over your family. That the covenant of, of divine provision is activated over you and over your household. In the name of Jesus. And that the perpetual covenant of peace, shalom, shall be your portion in this new month. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, the same way you uh, broke bread with your disciples and you said, this is my body. that is broken for you and my blood that was shed for you. You said we should do this as a memorial as we remember your sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. So tonight we stand in agreement of faith and spirit with everyone from far and near and everyone present here at the business conference center as we partake of your body and your blood we declare tonight that grace is released afresh. Every measure of grace that is needful for the fulfillment of our destinies in this new month. Such is released afresh in the name of Jesus. We declare that sicknesses are healed. We decree that yokes are removed. We decree that burdens are lifted in the name of the Lord Jesus. We declare tonight that the hold of anxiety and worry is terminated. 
we command that the covenant of peace is activated afresh in the heart of someone tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree an end to negative emotions. We break the hold of depression in the name of Jesus. As somebody partakes of the Lord's table tonight, we declare in the name of Jesus that organ in your body is healed right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that cycle of failure ends now. That cycle of rejection ends now. In the name of Jesus, that cycle of missed opportunities ends now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And we decree over you tonight a new season. A new season. A new season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I hear in my spirit somebody here tonight. The hold of hopelessness is broken over your heart. Somebody who has suffered low self-esteem because of some recurrent mishap. I decree over you tonight, the hold of that low self-esteem is broken. The hand of God comes upon your life tonight to restore your esteem. In the name of the Lord Jesus, from tonight you will not only believe in God, you will believe in yourself. You will believe in your redemptive capacity. You believe in the hand of God upon your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for supernatural divine provisions. You are the God who called the ravenous bird from the east and the man who executes your counsel from a far country. Every resource, human and material, that somebody needs to fulfill destiny in the month of May. I decree that they are supernaturally released. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. So we declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. As we partake of, 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 of this tonight, we declare that we celebrate and rejoice in your finished work. And we declare tonight that we participate fully in every covenant that we share with you. We honor the covenant tonight as we do this in remembrance of you. And we thank you because every word spoken will find fulfillment in each person's life. Thank you, everlasting Father, for unusual healings, deliverances, open heavens, for unusual divine provision. Thank you for unusual coverings in the precious name of Jesus. Somebody go ahead and partake of the Lord's table tonight. The sun comes up, it's a new day's done. It's time to sing your song again. For all your goodness, I will keep on singing. Oh, and other reasons for my heart.
tonight, just go ahead and just wave your hands to Jesus and just appreciate him for answered prayers. I want to just thank the Lord for the peace that has settled upon your heart. I wanted to thank him for protection all through the month of May and for the rest of this year. I wanted to just appreciate his holy name for provision in all ways. Father, we give you praise tonight. We worship you. Thank you, Lord, because, Lord, we step into this covenant approach. Thank you, Father, Lord, because of the manifestation of your grace and of your power in these multiple dimensions of our lives is activated afresh. And, Lord, we give you all of the praise tonight. We give you all of the thanks. We say be exalted in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. In Jesus' name we are praying. All right, so believe that Jesus has answered your prayers tonight. You want to give God a shout of praise and put your hands together for Jesus. You want to put your hands together for Jesus and give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so just as you take your seats, you want to put your hands together and just appreciate our lead pastor this evening for bringing us such a powerful word and leading us to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so just a couple of things before we bring the meeting to a close tonight. Um, I want to go ahead and just give to God tonight, or whatever time of day it is where you're joining us from, I want to go ahead and give to God. I, want to, I just wanted to package your offering, right? I wanted to just give something to God uh, that demonstrates, you know, your trust in him, the fact that you believe that he's your provider, the fact that you believe that he's your protector, and the fact that you believe that it's filling your heart with peace, all right? Um, if you're joining us online, the channels through which you can give have been displayed on the screen right now. Uh, you can either make a transfer, all right, to any of those accounts on your screen, or you can engage, if you're within Nigeria, you can engage one of the short codes over there to give as well. And if you're outside of Nigeria and you still want to give, please go on our website. You'll find a link there through which you can use any of your international cards to be able to give. And if you're in the auditorium, all right, um, of course, you also prefer that you engage one of the digital channels but if you want to give a fiscal offering, you will find um, an offering envelope somewhere around where you're seated, in the back of the chair that you're sitting on. I want you to use that to package your offering as well. And if you want to use your card to give, we have POS machines at the back of the auditorium where we have officials who are waiting to engage you. All right, wherever you are, uh, if you're ready to give, let's go ahead and pray tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are, we are thankful for the privilege that we have to bring out of our substances unto you. Lord, we just give you all of the thanks because we know that you are our source. We know that you are our provider. And we know that you are the one who replenishes us. And Lord, we just thank you because you're bringing us, Lord, not into just a season of having enough, but into a season of having more than enough. And Lord, we celebrate your holy name and we give you all of the thanks. And Lord, we pray that as we give our offerings tonight, that the revelation of your peace and of divine protection and provision settles stronger in our heart in the name of jesus thank you father because you've heard us in jesus name we have prayed amen hallelujah all right so um let's just go ahead and give uh, while we're giving our offerings i want to welcome everybody who's joining us for the first time okay whether you're joining us online or you're joining us in person okay um, i want to just signify if it's your first time now if you're joining us online let's welcome those who are joining us online for the first time just first before we come to those who are in the room now if it's your first time of joining us online okay uh, i want you to go to the comment section of any of the platforms that you're joining from whether you're on youtube or you're on instagram or any of the other platform or mixlr i want you to go to the comment section and 
and let us know that it is your first time, okay? Um, we have a team of hosts on any of those platforms who are ready to recognize you, who are ready and waiting, all right, also to just welcome you. And of course, if it's your first time online, um, just go to that comment section. You will see that by now, um, my colleagues who are the host team have posted a link. I wanted to click on that link very quickly and just give us your details. And the reason we're asking for your details is we want to be able to send you a thank you email. We want to also be able to reach out to you by phone. And much more importantly, we want to be able to send you a gift to appreciate you for fellowshipping with us today, all right? So please, um, um, don't, don't skip this path. Don't skip this, don't skip this activity. We want to welcome you and to show you how much we love you and we appreciate you for coming. And of course, if you're in the auditorium, if you're in, live, in the live audience and it's your first time, can I ask that you just lift your hands wherever you are seated? I want to just wave. Thank you very much. Can you just take one more time? I want you to stand. I want you to stand this evening. I want you to stand wherever you are. Let's put our hands together for this wonderful and amazing people. Thank you so very much for joining us. This is Switch. It's our midweek event and it's the first one for the month of May. And every first of the month like this, we gather to pray and to break bread. And you couldn't have chosen any other best time to join us, all right? So you may just sit. I want you to please have your seat. Please have your seat. If you have received a gift bag from our guest welcome team, I want you to please take your seat. You may please take your seat if you have that gift bag already. Thank you very much. Um, so in the gift bag that we have given you, I want you to please open it already. I want you to please open it. There is a white card in there, all right? I want you to please bring it out. You should have the pen attached to it. Now, what we want to do is, is the bag that we have given you just to appreciate you for coming to fellowship with us today, okay? Uh, but we want you to give us, and we want you to give us your contact details so that we can reach out to you subsequently, send you a thank you note to appreciate you, um, and also to send you, just to appreciate you uh, for joining us for, for service this evening, okay? And of course, if you also feel that card appropriately, we'd like to put you on our database so that we can share with you um, a lot more resources that will enrich your Christian work and Christian life and a bit more information about things happening at the Elevation Church. So one more time, can I put our hands together for our guests this evening. Thank you so very much for coming. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, just before we bring this service to a close, um, just a couple of things I want us to note. Um, number one, don't forget, if you, if you are supposed to be starting membership class, all right, a membership class will go live on Saturday by 8 a.m., if you need joining, I mean, if you need information to register, please go on our website. The same thing for the Elevation Church Institute, which is Tekai, which is the preparatory cross that you must go through to be able to serve at the Elevation Church. All right, so please make sure that you go on the website. You will find information there and be able to register. All right, um, so please don't forget. And of course, services hold on Sunday. All right, we will continue our series on the Honor Code, both online and in person, physically. And this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to make one commitment, all right, and that commitment is to invite one person to service. I wanted to invite one person to service on Sunday. So when you're coming either online or you're coming physically, I wanted to make sure that you bring one person along to any of our um, expressions that you're going to be worshiping at, all right, because I know that God is set to bless us and to do tremendous things in our lives through this series. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, can I ask that we just rise on our feet as bring the service to a close? And this is how we're going to wind down the service for both those of us who are in the auditorium and those who are online as well. All right? So we're going to take our closing charge together. And this closing charge is taken from Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Um, we're all going to recite it together and then bring the service to a close. All right, are we ready to go? Okay, blessed am I, for not castle of the ungodly, not stand in the way of sinners, not sit in the seat of the scornful. But my delights in the word of the Lord, and his word I meditate day and night. I am like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I bring forth my fruit in my season. 
My leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever I do prospers. Go ahead and prosper for the rest of this month in the name of Jesus. Amen. What an amazing time. We trust that you were blessed. Come worship with us this Sunday, either in person or online. Please note that for crowd control purposes, you're required to book your seat in advance if you prefer the in-person service. Our registration portals open every Friday from 12 noon via elevationng.org forward slash book your seat. Our online morning prayers Ignite continues tomorrow through Saturday at 6 a.m. on Zoom and Mixelar. God is answering prayers, filling us with testimonies and changing lives daily as we pray. Invite your family and friends and do not forget to share your testimonies. To join our next batch of our online workers in training course TechEye in May, please register using the links now displayed for the respective levels. Classes hold on Saturdays 8th and 15th of May. You would learn how to identify your spiritual gifts and area of strength, learn the importance of service behavior, communication skills, and the Elevation Church structure and values. Please note that the deadline to register is tomorrow, 6th May 2021. You are specially invited to the Exponential Webinar on Balancing Ministry, Leadership and Family with Pastor Godman Akilabi, Pastor Kingsley Okonkwa and Praise for Warware. Please mark your calendar to attend online this Friday, 7th May at 3 p.m. West African time. This webinar promises great ministry insights and deep family secrets. Please register via the link now displayed. Our new cohort of marriage preparatory classes starts on Thursday, 27th May. It's an online program that runs for 12 weeks. It features one-on-one -on -one marriage mentoring, daily devotionals, psychometric tests, and weekly debrief sessions with experienced family life counselors and pastors. To register, please send an email to courtship.elevationng.org for more details. After this, our next cohort will be on September 23rd, 2021. So do join now and let's help you and your partner build a solid foundation for a blissful marriage. Our counseling team is available to speak with you, putting you in the right frame of mind to steward exceptionally and win in life. Please reach out through any of the numbers on the screen or via email to counseling at elevationng.org. Make vital connections that will help you become an outstanding steward. Join a small group today via connectgroup.elevationng.org. That's not all. We also have an online community where you can thrive. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Subscribe, engage, get counsel, pray, and make friends. Log on to elevationng.org forward slash resources for inspiring messages from our previous series, beautiful gifts items for special occasions, the Elevation Church branded merchandises, and amazing books by great authors. There are also soul-lifting messages on breaking addiction, improving mental health, new believers, and many more, all available to download for free. Need info at your fingertips about what's going on in and about the Elevation Church? Please reach out on WhatsApp via the numbers now displayed. Let us leverage the Word of God for inspiration to render outstanding service this season. 
Till we see you on Sunday, enjoy the rest of your week. God bless you. What an amazing time.